Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Are your thoughts keeping you stuck? So many women come to me because they want to grow their business. God's given them this dream. God's given them this assignment and they want to do it well. And once they start to get the ball rolling, it seems often that they hit a ceiling. The other day in a coaching call, I want to share this. Uh, we, I, one, of the, one of the women said something around the lines of, I've hit this glass ceiling. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me in this moment and said, maybe the glass ceiling isn't to be broken. Maybe it's to have a better view. Man, that hit me, and I don't know who needs that today, but sometimes we feel like this glass ceiling that we have come up against, we can't shatter through it. Sometimes I don't believe we're supposed to shatter through it. Sometimes I think we're supposed to have a clear view of what is actually going on. One of my favorite things as I was going through my neuroscience certification was that I was seeing how science and scripture were complementing each other. And I want to talk with you today about your thoughts and how powerful they are. And oftentimes it's your thoughts that are keeping you stuck. And so oftentimes we look at our business and we think, man, what is it? Maybe I need a website. Maybe I need new branding photos. Maybe I need better copy. Maybe I need this, that, et cetera. And sometimes, and all those things are great as businesses owners and all those things can help your business. Absolutely. But I would say majority of the time, like 80 to 90% of the time, it's our thoughts that are holding us back. I want to give you a couple examples to explain this to you. And I want to give you my own personal example. I just had some major revelation, major breakthrough recently in my own life. And, you know, if you feel like God's called you to do something and you're not doing it, there's this sense of guilt and there's this sense of even maybe shame and, oh my gosh, God's asked me to do this and I'm not doing it. This was for me in my life. And so I want to share with you, God asked me to write a book last June, as in like 2021 June. It's been about a year and a half and I have not written the book. Now I have sat down at my computer several times. I have documents, you know, Word docs, all these things of times I've tried to write the book. And for one reason or another, I didn't get very far. So much so that it's kind of become a joke that it's, it's God said to write the book. And I feel like over this last year, I've tried so many different things to scale my business. And not that my business has done well this year, but I haven't scaled the way that I had anticipated. All that to say, it's almost as if God is saying, Heather, the, the strategy of the world of scaling, which I've hired coaches, I've spent thousands of dollars to create funnels and to do these different things. And he's like, Heather, that's not the strategy that's going to help you scale. 
The strategy to help you scale is to do what I've asked you to do. And I promise you, once you do that, I'm going to continue to open the doors and give you the next steps and give you these other strategies and people that you need. And so it's almost like I feel like I've been backed in a corner, not in a bad way, but God's like, listen, when are you going to listen to me, my sweet girl? Like I've already given you the strategy. The strategy is to write the book. But here I am over here stressing and struggling about writing the book because every time I would sit down to write the book, I had this thought, writing is hard, writing is painful. Let me share why. So the first time I actually sat down to write the book and I gave God my yes and I was all ready to do it, I had no clue what I was doing, but I thought I'm going to just sit and write and just see what comes out. I lit a candle. I turned on some instrumental worship music. I got the room lights just perfect and I thought it was going to be me and the Holy Spirit just him coming out my fingertips pouring onto this paper just this revelation and this goodness and helping share my testimony of how God met me in my darkest moments. All that came out were maybe like a sentence or two and a lot of tears. I cried. I cried and I cried and I cried and I could not write another sentence. And so in that moment, this thought came and said, writing is hard. Writing is painful. Writing hurts. Writing is sad. And and writing means, you know, all these different things. And so I was connecting writing to a negative thing, a negative feeling, a negative thought. Well, guess what? Because of that, I have struggled the last year and a half to be obedient I share all this to say that, you know, sometimes when we know what we, what we want to do, what we, you know, I I don't, I try not to say should, right? But because we don't want to should, but when we know if God's asked us to do something or we really want to get somewhere, and I've got a couple other examples I want to give with you that some things I've worked with clients through. Oftentimes we think it's because we need more motivation. We need more self-discipline. And by all means, if the Lord could give me another 24 hours in the day, which, you know, one of my favorite declarations is I have more than enough time to do everything the Lord has asked me to do today. Well, I've been saying that to myself, even though at times I feel like, you know, there's different reasons why I haven't written. Subconsciously, though, most of it is because I have been telling myself it's hard. It's painful. It's going to hurt. So whether it's time or whatever the excuses and or reasons that you haven't been doing the thing that you're doing, girl, there is a really good chance that it's because of a thought that you have attached to that thing. This is what I teach my clients in my mastermind and my one-on-one clients. I teach you really how to do what the Bible says. Take your thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Here's the deal. I know these things. I teach these things. And... I'm human. I have thoughts. I have, I have to use, and I get to use these tools also. So several weeks ago, a friend who is also a mentor and counselor of mine, she ended up, we started talking and she, you know, was like, share your story with me. And I shared my entire story. And actually, I'm going to have her on the podcast in a few weeks. Her name's Rebecca. You're going to love her episode. She is just a doll. And she allowed me to share my story, like every little detail. And she listened with intent. And she listened so just with, I, I just love her so much. And at the end of it, you know, she gave me some things that the Lord had shared with her as I shared. And at the end, the very end, she said, I have a homework assignment for you. I want you to spend some time with the Lord and process with him what it was like to process and share your story with me. And immediately, I didn't even have to like ask the Lord or or immediately the thought 
that was therapeutic came to my mind. That felt so good to get this out of my heart and off of my chest and to share with somebody who who listened and who heard me and who understood my story and my pain and my triumphs and Jesus, how he met me in my darkest moments, it was therapeutic. And it didn't dawn on me until later that afternoon when I was going to be a good girl and do her homework assignment that she said, you know, process this with the Lord. And I thought, well, that actually is kind of a strange question. I don't, I don't think I've ever asked a client to do that. I don't know if that's a typical counseling question or not, but, but it hit me and the Holy Spirit showed me, Heather, you told her writing is therapeutic. It felt so good. It felt so free to share your story. You've been telling yourself writing is hard. Writing is painful. Writing hurts. Writing is difficult. And in that moment, the light bulbs went off and the angels started singing. And I was like, yes and amen. I get to take that thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. I can allow myself to think it's hard and it's hurtful and painful and you know all the things. Or I can choose to believe it's therapeutic. It's freeing. It's healing. Man, wouldn't you know, I know that the writing process, and any of you writers out there, you're like, oh, I know, I know, right? Uh, but healing is therapeutic. It is, it is. there's healing when we share our story. And whether that's writing your story or telling your story verbally, the enemy would love for you not to tell your testimony. Why? Well, because Revelation tells us by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, that is how he is actually defeated. And so, of course, he doesn't want us to share our testimonies. And I've known this all along, but I couldn't really get to the root of it. So, yes, even me, a master neuroscience coach, needed somebody to ask me the right question and allow the Holy Spirit to highlight what that was. So I encourage you, ambitious, driven woman of God who is running 110 miles per hour, ready to just tackle the thing and do the do and achieve the next goal, oftentimes in order for us to to, to get, do better and to scale and to do bigger things. I tell my clients this all the time. You have to slow down to speed up. Slowing down and sharing my story with somebody and her asking that question and then sitting down and talking with the Holy Spirit about the process, he was allowing that question to give me insight into what I was actually thinking about writing that was preventing me from actually doing it. So it wasn't always that I'm not disciplined or that I'm not actually being obedient to God and I'm not giving him my yes. And it was that I have been sabotaging the process by believing the thought that it was hard. So guess what happened the next day? I sat down in the morning, still did kind of the same thing. I don't think I burnt a candle or anything, but I wrote two pages. Y'all, I have not been able to write two pages since the day God asked me to write a book. I've maybe gotten two sentences and then, you know, all the things. And I'd edit and then I'd go back and change and then I'd start over. I wrote two pages from my heart it released something in me to be able to move forward. Y'all, this is the idea of made to flow. You were not made to fight. You were not made to flight. You were not made to freeze and stay stuck like I was. And then sitting in pity and shame and like, what is wrong with me? God asked me to do this. I know that I'm supposed to, but I just can't. It all started with a thought. Okay, now I know you're thinking, okay, what am I thinking? What is it? I'm going to ask you this. What is it that you have felt stuck in? Ask the Holy Spirit, what am I actually thinking about this? What is the thought that is preventing me from doing the thing that I know to do 
that would get me unstuck. Let me give you a few more examples to really let this sink in about the power of your thoughts and how they might be the thing keeping you stuck. So in a room full of women, I asked this room this question at a retreat that I was speaking at last year. And I love this question because there was all different types of women there. And I said, what is the first thought that comes to your mind when I say the word exercise? And there was this noise that came, that came out of one of the women and she went, ugh. And while y'all know that's not a word, that is a word, right? Y'all know what ugh feels like. You know what that means. It's not good. It's dread. It's not fun. You know, fill in the blank. Meanwhile, there was a fitness trainer in the room and she said, life giving. So I want to share with you these two women, two completely different women and the same topic, exercise. One said, ugh. One said, life giving. Let me ask you a question. Out of those two women, which one of those women do you think exercises? Which one of those women do you think enjoys her, her fitness and her health? And, and really, which one of those women do you think is the most fit? Well, of course, it's the woman who believes exercise is life-giving. She enjoys it. She thinks it's fun. She thinks it's ne- necessary for her. While the other one probably disciplined herself to do it, but didn't enjoy it. This is where you get to say, hey, what do I want to believe about exercise? What do I want to believe? I want to believe it's fun. I want to believe it's healthy. I want to believe it's good. I want whatever it is. This is where you get to choose what you believe about whatever it is. And the results that you're going to get are going to be directly impacted by that one thought. Let me give you another example. Uh, I spent a lot of years in the network marketing profession and so I do do a lot of coaching with network marketers and in fact I just had a retreat that I spoke at last a couple weeks ago at a retreat and it was for network marketers and one of the questions I love to ask network marketers is when I say the word recruiting what's the first thought or feeling that comes to your mind? And I get a variety of answers with this. So you think about this. If you were in a room with a thousand network marketers and every single one of them got to write down an answer, if you could separate those thousand women or and men, the ones that had a negative thought about recruiting and the ones that had a positive thought about recruiting, I guarantee you in that room of a thousand people, the people that you separated on the side that thought it was bad probably I'm not even going to say probably. I know. They recruited less people. Why? Because they were fighting themselves. Listen, your brain is wired to keep you comfortable. Your brain does not want to feel uncomfortable. And so if the goal that you have is outside your comfort zone and you are not allowing your brain to believe that that thing is actually good, you're going to stay stuck. Your thoughts matter. God wrote this in his word for a reason. Taking your thoughts captive and making them obedient to Christ is life-changing, is game-changing. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind is life-changing. This is why God said it. And this is why I would love to invite you into my 2023 mastermind, 
where I am going to help you learn how to do this. And not just with one thing, not just business, the tools that you learn in this mastermind are life-changing, family-changing, generational curse-breaking. I mean, all of the things, they're going to free you up of things that you didn't even know were there. So I want to leave you with this. Ask the Lord if you have been stuck in a situation or stuck at a place in your business or stuck, whatever. Maybe like me, God's asked me to do something. I can't figure out how to do it. Or maybe like the woman trying to get healthy and she just can't find the discipline, right? Maybe it's not about finding the discipline. Maybe it's not about finding the right this or the right that. Maybe it's about allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what you're thinking, And then you can take that thought captive and make it obedient to Christ, asking God, what do you say about this? And what do I want to choose to believe about this? Because that is going to change the trajectory of whatever it is that God has asked you to do or that you want to do. Listen, moms, this works for your kiddos. This works for clients. This works for everybody. And it is so fun and so awesome to see how we can truly do what God's already told us to do from not only a biblical perspective, but from a brain science, neuroscience perspective. So are you ready to get unstuck? If you want to get unstuck, you want to get to the thought that you're thinking and change that thought. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for opening my eyes. Lord, I thank you for leading me to uh, the neuroscience and the brain and, and being able to correlate the two of these together. Lord, we thank you that you have given us the mind of Christ and that you have given us every tool that we need to take our thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ and to be transformed by the renewing of their mind. So Father, I pray over the woman that is listening to this, if she has been feeling stuck, Lord, I thank you that you are showing her what it is, that you are going to show her the thought that she's thinking that is getting the results that she's getting so that she can change that thought and make it obedient to Christ. Lord, we thank you for giving us these tools. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you are the word and we give you honor and glory and praise in Jesus name. Amen. 